Welcome to Bible Near You, a Bible study program that seeks to shed some light on the Bible and aims to drive the shade of ignorance from the mind of the people across the world. The program comes to you every Wednesday at BibleNearYou.co.za at 1600 South African Standard Time. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and other podcasting platforms. We encourage you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bible Near You. If you have any questions concerning the content of our show, you can email us at question at biblenearyou.co.za. Now we join our host and teacher, Lungisa Jostri. This is another day that the Lord has made, and we are to rejoice and be glad in it, as God has given us another day to come together to look into his word, uh, to study the Bible. Just to remind you, my dear friends, that we're doing an overview of the Bible. So we're doing each book of the Bible from Genesis right through Revelation. And we're not doing a mix-up. We're not uh, shuffling them. We're just doing them as they appear in our modern Bible. So we are on the 20th we're doing the 20th session now and we're doing the 19th book of the Bible, which is the book of Psalms. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise this day that you've allowed us, O oh God, to come together to study your word. We ask, Lord, that you give us insight and understanding and that we know what to do and how to apply what we learn today into our lives and into our daily lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So looking at the book of Psalms, um, looking at the title of the book, it's the book of Psalms. The reason it's called Psalms because it contains Psalms. <laughs> so it has um, 150 Psalms and um, the author of the book of Psalms is not one author. There are many authors contributing to the book of Psalms. If we just take a brief look at them, the one notable author is David, and sometimes people make mistakes in attributing the book, um, any psalm to David. You hear people talking maybe about Psalm 73, and they say, David says, even though if you go to the book itself or to the psalms itself, you realize that David had nothing to do with that psalm. So the book of Psalms has a number of authors, have a number of contributors to it. David contributed 75 psalms. Yes, he contributed 75 psalms. Asaph and his family, they contributed 12 psalms. There will be Psalm 50 and uh, Psalm 73 to, to 83. And the sons of Korah contributed 11 psalms. There will be chapter 42, chapter 44 to 49, chapter 89 to 85, and chapter 87 to 88. Then Solomon also has um, a psalm also, um, actually two psalms, Psalm 72 and Psalm 127. There's a Haman, um, which has psalm he wrote for the sons of Korah, which, and he contributed one psalm, Psalm 88. And then there's a psalm of Moses, which is Psalm 90, one of the brilliant psalms I've ever read and take pleasure to preach from. Ethan, the Ezraite, um, they, he contributed one psalm, that's Psalm 89. And then there are 48 psalms that, um, whose authors 
are not known. So 48 Psalms that are not attributed to any author. So there was a number of authors for the book of Psalms. So now I believe that we will now be careful when you, when you quote Psalms, you quote the right person and you don't say David said when actually David didn't say such a thing. It's somebody else who said it. So let's look at the book of Psalms, the way it is um, divided. It is well, uh, well um, divided. It's a big book, 150 Psalms. So it is divided into five books. So it is um, in our Bible appears as one book. But the book of Psalms is divided into five books. The first book has 41 chapters. Start from Psalm 1 to Psalm 41. And then the next book has 31 chapters or 31 Psalms. Starting from verse uh, chapter 42 verse, uh, sorry, chapter 42 to chapter 72. And then the third book has 17 Psalms. And that start from Psalm 73 to 89. And the fourth book uh, has uh, 17 Psalms too, and it starts from Psalm 90 to Psalm 106. And then the last book, which is the fifth book, has 44 Psalms, and um, it starts from Psalm 107 to Psalm 150. Now in Book 1, the Psalm that stands out for me and book one is the very first psalm. And I think the way that psalm is, is placed as the first psalm was very strategic because this is by no means the first psalm ever to be written. No, it's not. So it's not the first psalm to be written, but they decided to put it here in the beginning to open the book of psalm, a psalm that speaks of the blessedness of a person who avoids the counsel of the ungodly, who does not stand in the way of sinners and who does not sit in the seat of the scornful, but who delights in the law of the Lord and in, in his law he meditate day and night. And then he says, It shall be like a planted tree or a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth the fruit in the season. His leaf also shall not wither. Whatsoever he does shall prosper. So this psalm stands out for me because when you open the book of Psalms, you're you're met with this distinction between a godly life and an ungodly life. So right there, right there, you need to examine yourself. If you leave with the sinners, you enjoy dwelling in the sinners and sitting in the in the seat of the scornful and and uh, sitting in the council of the ungodly, or you meditate on the, of the law, on the law of the Lord, because you are either meditating on the law of the Lord, or you are either meditating on the garbage that sinners would present to you. So this book of Psalm, as it opens up, it's opened by the Psalm, and uh, I'm enjoying that so much. And um, another Psalm also that strikes me is the second Psalm, which is very messianic, which is um, which speaks very much of the Son. Uh, for example, if you look at the Psalm, it says, Why do the heathen rage, and why do the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and His anointed. So, and His Christ, and His, Messi and his Messiah. But look at, at uh, verse 12. Um, sorry, um, 
Uh, let's start from verse 7. That's God declaring that he has a sign. He says, I will declare the decree. The Lord had said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And then we'll go to verse 12 of Psalm 2. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Right here, the gospel is being preached, that God has a son, and then we should worship the son. We should kiss the son. We should honor the son, so that when he gets angry, he doesn't destroy us. And he says, bless the day to trust in his name. And if you go to the New Testament, we get the same message that all those who pray, all those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's a message that we get. And that there's no other name that is given under heaven unto men whereby we might be saved. It's the name of Jesus by which we are saved. And so this book here tells us, um, and this psalm, I mean, uh, gives us uh, uh, the gospel message. So there's a lot of personal prayers that David uh, made here, and also some these anonymous authors that are in this first book of of psalm. But mostly, the the songs that are in the first book are the songs of David. The second book of Psalm, it starts from verse, uh, sorry, chapter 42. And um, this one, it opens up with the Psalm of the Sons of Korah, or Psalm for the Sons of Korah. And um, it's one of the favorite Psalms also that I'd like to, to just look at. It says, As the deer pants for the water, or as the deer pants after the water brooks, so pants my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? So again, we see that this is a cry for a soul that seeks God. So these are devotional psalms, men seeking after God. Um, we, we've got a song that's quoted directly from the psalm, as the deer panted for the waters, so my soul longs for thee, O God. And so we see here cry that we should be doing in seeking the Lord. Um, if you jump to chapter 44, uh, chapter 44 uh, you hear also still the song of the sons of Korah. Uh, you hear there, they say, We heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days, in the times of old. How thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand, and plantest them. How thou didst afflict the people, and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand, and thine arm, and thy light, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast a favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God, command deliverances for Jacob etc. So as you go down, so it's a psalm that recalls the work of God and what we've heard about him and then using that or uh, planted on that information, get confidence to ask God's help based on what he has done in the past and then we, 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 we yeah, based on what he has done in the past then we can approach him and uh, and trust that he will deliver us as he had delivered before. So, moving on, 
to the third book, which has 17 Psalms. And uh, I'm so glad that it opens up again with the song of Asaph. This is where Asaph was uh, crying, complaining uh, about the well-being of the wicked and while the righteous are suffering. So listen to what he says. He first he opens up by like praising God. Psalm 73 says, Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone, my step had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasseth them about as a chain, violence covers them as a garment, their eyes stand out with fatness, they have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression, they speak loftily, they set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongues walk through the earth. Wherefore his people return hither, and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, How did God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily I have cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued, and chastened every morning. If I say, I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of my children of thy children. When I thought to know this, I was too pain it was too painful for me, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then stood I then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places, thou casted them down into destruction. How are they brought into desolation as in a moment they are utterly consumed with terrors? As a dream when one waketh so, O Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their image. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I, and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou, hast, thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion for ever. For lo, they, they that are from thee shall perish. Thou, shalt dis, thou hast destroyed all of them that go a-whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I may declare all thy works." So this is um, the opening of the third book of Psalms, Psalm 73 to Psalm 89. And Psalm 73 is actually a prayer, um, uh, an account from, or a lesson for us of uh, the rich that we shouldn't envy those who are rich, especially the wicked. But we should continually trust in God because those who are rich and who collect riches in a wicked manner, they will lose them and they will perish and they will 
disappear like a dream when one wakes up. Um, they'll be gone, not to be recovered again. So Asaph learned a very important lesson here that he sees the wicked, they have, they have joy, they have no worries, they scoff at misery, they speak loftily, they are full of pride, they increase their riches, they prosper while he is plagued all the time, yet he cleanses his heart. And he even says that I've cleansed my heart for nothing. But he says, until I went to your sanctuary and then I understood their end. You put them in slippery places and cast the dumb into destruction. And he says how they are brought down into desolation as a, as in a moment, like suddenly they just perish, these wicked rich people. So can continue then reading the rest of the Psalms in this book. Now we go to the fourth book, which is... Um, book um, which has 17 psalms and it speaks this book hails the the reign of God so looking at this it opens up with psalm 90 a very very good psalm this is um, one of uh, my favorite psalm the psalm which was written by Moses um, in fact the title of the psalm is a prayer of Moses the man of God it says Lord Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generation, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou didst form the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting thou art God. Thou tenest men to destruction, and sayest, Return, you children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood, they are as asleep in the morning, they are like grass which groweth up, in the morning it flourisheth and groweth up, in the evening it is cut down and withers. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath we are troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if, thy, if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet it is their strength, it is their strength, labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long, and let it repent thee concerning thy servants. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days wherein thou hast afflicted us, and the, and the years wherewith, wherein we have seen evil. Let thy work appear unto thy servants, and thy glory unto the children. And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. Establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish it thou. So it opens up with the book of, uh, of um, so, uh, some of Moses, and it goes on to glorify the, the great power of God, tells us more and more about God. Uh, some of the notable Psalms in this is uh, Psalm 90, um, 97. The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of the isles be glad thereof. Um, 
um, Psalm 98, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm had gotten him the victory. Uh, Psalm 99, The Lord reigns, let the people tremble. He sits between the cherubims, let the earth be moved. Uh, Psalm um, 100, verse 1, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. So it, it praises the greatness of God. It calls people to come and sing, break out in praise, to honor his majesty, because he is the great God. He is the great God that is able to save. And then the last book of the book of Psalm, which uh, has 44 Psalms, starting from Psalm 107. And um, and uh, I don't understand the division of this, because when you look at Psalm 105... Psalm 105 and 106, this is uh, the record of God working with Israel. And then now it comes to Psalm 107. It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. And then it continues to tell us the great works of God and his salvation and the purpose of that. Uh, it tells us of the distress that men had find themselves in because of their sins. But then <clears throat> it also gives us why God had uh, allowed that to happen to, to these people. Maybe if I should just pick a few verses. Um, verse 8, it says, All that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works unto the children of man. Then it goes on when you start from verse 10. Um, it's, it does describe another problem that men will find themselves. It says, Such as sit in the darkness and in the shadow of death, being bowed in affliction and iron, because they rebel against the words of God and contend the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and in the shadow of death, and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that man will praise the Lord for his goodness." and for his wonderful works to the children of men. So that's the reason. The psalm repeats the same hymn, All that men will praise the Lord. Uh, look at uh, verse uh, <clears throat> 17 again, describing the rebellion of the people turning away from the counsel of God. Listen to 17. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gate of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, but he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Now listen to the chorus again. Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of man. Let's go on to verse 23, again describing another distress that men find themselves in. They that go down to the sea, who does business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands the rain, sorry, he commands and raises the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths, their soul is melted because of trouble, they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man, and are at their wit's end. What this 
portion describes is when people go to, go to the sea and work in the sea and then rise a storm so now the waves are going high and low so they are being tossed left right and center all over the place and they really don't know what to do verse 27 says that they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wits end and when when now when all is over all the knowledge and understanding is over then they cry unto the lord in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm. He he makes the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still. Then they are glad because they be quiet. So he brings to them. Let me let me say that again. Verse thirty. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he bringeth them into their desired haven. Thirty one. Oh, that man will praise the Lord, for he is good and his wonderful works unto the children of man. So this is the reason the psalm is sung, to call man to understand the goodness of God and what he has done among the children of men. So this is a long and short of the book of Psalms in terms of overview. And I do urge you, my dear friends, that you go and read yourself the book of Psalms. If you if you find yourself distressed, if you find yourself discouraged by circumstances that are happening around you, in your own life, in your family, in the world, just pick up the book of Psalms and start reading. It will lift you up. It will encourage you. It will remind you of the greatness of God. It will remind you of God's majesty, his, omnipet- his omnipotence, his omnipresence. Like if you go to Psalm 139, it tells us of his omnipresence. If I ascend to the heaven, you are there. If I lay my bed in the place of the death, there you are. Um, if I go to the depths of the seas, you are there. So... God is everywhere. Now, I want to just thank you, my dear friends, for joining me uh, this day as we ended here. I want to say thank you very much to my dear brothers and sisters that are always joining us. Uh, brother Sipo, Brother uh, Zakele, Brother uh, Gary. I want to say thank you to Sister Cindy and many more that are joining the Bible Near You community on Facebook and those who are following us on Instagram. I want to say thank you very much for being there for us. Uh, please do continue to visit our website at biblenearyou.co.za and send us an email if you have any question at question at biblenearyou.co.za. We are on social media. Uh, we have um, a handle it's called Bible Near You so if you go to Instagram Twitter Facebook Telegram sorry what's this Telegram uh, and WhatsApp we are all there the links are on the show notes so my dear friends with all that being said you have a blessed week